Hello, my lovelies, and welcome back to Bedtime Stories with Celosia Crane for our final Scottish folktale of the month. Today, I am going to be reading you a story titled Nakalavi. Nakalavi was a monster of unmixed malignity, never willingly resting from doing evil to mankind. He was a spirit in flesh. His home was the sea, and whatever he means of transit were in that element. When he moved on land, he rode a horse as terrible in aspect as himself. Some thought that rider and horse were really one, and that this was the shape of the monster. Nakalavi's head was like a man's, only ten times larger, and his mouth projected like that of a pig, and was enormously wide. There was not a hair on the monster's body, for the very good reason that he had no skin. If crops were blighted by sea gust or mildew, if livestock fell over high rocks that skirt the shores, or if an epidemic raged among men, or among the lower animals, Nikolavi was said the cause of all. His breath was venom, falling like blight on vegetable, and with deadly disease on animal life. He was also blamed for long-continued droughts. For some unknown reason he had serious objections to fresh water, and was never known to visit the land during rain. I knew an old man who was credited with once having encountered Nikolavi, and with having made a narrow escape from the monster's clutches. This man was very reticent on the subject. However, after much higgling and persuasion, the following narrative was extracted. Thomas, like his nickname Thomas Shanter, was out late one night. It was, though moonless, a fine starlit night. Thomas Road lay close to the seashore, and as he entered a part of the road that was hemmed in on one side by the sea and on the other by a deep freshwater loch, he saw some huge object in front and moving toward him. What was he to do? He was sure it was no earthly thing that was steadily coming toward him. He could not go to either side, and to turn his back to an evil thing he had heard was the most dangerous position of all. So Tammy said to himself, The Lord be aboot me and take care of me, and I am out of no evil intent this night. Tammy was always regarded as rough and foolhardy. Anyway, he determined as the best of two evils to face the foe, and so walked resolutely, yet slowly, forward. He soon discovered to his horror that the gruesome creature approaching him was no other than the dreaded Nakalavi. The lower part of this terrible monster was seen by Tammy. 
was like a great horse with flappers like fins about his legs, with a mouth as wide as a whale's from whence came breath like steam from a brewing kettle. He had but one eye, and that as red as fire. On him sat, or rather seemed to grow from his back, a huge man with no legs and arms that reached nearly to the ground. His head was as big as a clue of Simmons, a clue of straw ropes, generally about three feet in diameter. And this huge head kept rolling from one shoulder to the other, as if it meant to tumble off. But what to Tammy appeared most horrible of all was that the monster was skinless. This utter want of skin adding much to the terrific appearance of the creature's naked body. The whole surface of it showing only red, raw flesh, in which Tammy saw blood, black as tar, running through yellow veins and great white sinews, thick as horse tethers, twisting, stretching, and contracting as the monster moved. Tammy went slowly on in mortal terror, his hair on end, a cold sensation like a film of ice between his scalp and his skull, and a cold sweat bursting from every pore. But he knew it was useless to flee, and he said if he had to die, he would rather see who killed him than die with his back to the foe. In all his terror, Tammy remembered what he had heard of Nikolavi's dislike of fresh water, and therefore took that side of the road nearest to the lock. The awful moment came when the lower part of the head of the monster got abreast of Tammy. The mouth of the monster yawned like a bottomless pit. Tammy found its hot breath like fire on his face. The long arms were stretched out to seize the unhappy man. To avoid, if possible, the monster's clutch, Tammy swerved as near as he could to the lock, and in doing so, one of his feet went into the lock, splashing up some water on the foreleg of the monster, whereat the horse gave a snort like thunder and shied over to the other side of the road, and Tammy felt the wind of Nakulavi's clutches as he narrowly escaped the monster's grip. Tammy saw his opportunity and ran with all his might, and sore need he had to run, for Nekolevi had turned and was galloping after him, and bellowing with a sound like the roaring of the sea. In front of Tammy lay a rivulet through which the surplus water of the lock found its way to the sea, and Tammy knew if he could only cross the running water he was safe. So he strained every nerve. As he reached the near bank, another clutch was made at him by the long arms. Tammy made a desperate spring and reached the other side, leaving his bonnet in the monster's clutches. Nekolavi gave a wild, unearthly yell of disappointed rage as Tammy fell senseless on the safe side of the water.
Bedtime Stories with Celosia Crane is proudly produced by Lantern Audio Works. You can check out our other podcasts on our website, www.lanternaudioworks.com. Stay tuned for a sneak peek from our newest release, Dark Lantern. When we choose vengeance, we are choosing a path that will almost assuredly lead to our own destruction. The rage and anger that drives vengeance seeps into the soul, twisting the mind and eventually turning from righteous servant to cruel master. But what if everything had been taken away? What if you were in the last moments of your life and the people responsible for your suffering were right there in front of you? Would you give in to vengeance? Would you spend those final moments bringing down a terrible fate on those who had wronged you? If you enjoy this podcast and would like to connect with me further, you can find me on Instagram at Celosia Crane underscore author. Link is in the show notes.